Blog Talk Radio. To another edition of Repo Nerds, restoring nerd cred one geek at a time. And I am the head hauntress. Hello out there in Radio Land, podcasting land, or wherever you are. Thank you for listening. On the other end of the Repo Nerds line is my Repo Nerd co host and Mr. Sir, I didn't tell you before air, I came up with your moniker for the sexy oh, witches. Yeah? That's exciting. Yeah, if you choose to accept it. I do, Huntress. So, you ready? Oh, I'm 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 ready. I'm excited. All right. Ladies and gentle witches, please welcome my Repo Nerds co-host, Steve, the Wizard of Wandling. Hello, sir. You're oh. on with the Repo Nerds. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. That's that's amazing. I I I can hear thunder uh, ruptures uh, rapturous applause in my head. It's perfect. Hi, I I was writing today, and I was like, I've been trying to incorporate wizard into your theme because you're into David Lynch, and he's kind of a wizard. So I, I I wanted to see if I could bring that out, and that's what came to me. To, like my lightning. last name lends to it. Yeah, my last like, name lends to something finally. <laughs> well, you know, it's got wand in it. It's got an ing in it. I mean, all those things are positive, right? true it's true you're absolutely correct thank you i love it i love it all right well cool i'm glad you're on with me how you doing sir since we talked about westerns uh just a week ago how's things been doing things have been doing things have been doing well actually and i have uh um been kind of obsessed with westerns whether i've been uh watching them or not since i thought that was a great talk How, how have you been Pretty good. I've had a really rough time of it of my day job. So, but but uh, my daughter just finished. Um, the evil genius has finished school for the season, and she's been staying a week at grandma's. So I've had some quality time with the husband. So that's right, been all right. Nice. Uh, Very cool. Not catching not catching up with enough movies as I want to. Uh, I miss King of Kong in the theaters in the IMAX, and I'm very sad about that. You know, I don't really care oh, about yeah. Men in Black. Yeah, so I didn't get to see it in IMAX, so I'm really sad about that. But I, I will go see it at the discount theater. Are you talking about King of the Monsters? Are you talking about Godzilla? Yeah. 
You said you King of yeah, Kong, and I thought you meant that documentary oh, about. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That was great, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I oh, saw King Godzilla. of Kong. No, no, I know you said Godzilla. I have to go see Godzilla because I have to, and I, it doesn't matter to review a Godzilla movie or not. I have to see it for myself because you can't review oh, yeah. Godzilla movies. They're, sure. The, you know, you, you, you can describe them. You can describe them. Like, you can say, like, like, Shin Godzilla is the bureaucratic view of Godzilla, right? That's that's Shin right. Godzilla, right? You know, but I'm no expert. You can't like review them. I'm not yeah. a kaiju like <laughs> expert, but I it's the most fun I've had at the movies this year. Oh, that's glad to hear. I'm really excited. Next week, Midsummer comes out. That's the only film I'm uber excited about. Uh, it comes out on the third. And Aaron Marie and I are going to Days of the Dead, Indianapolis, that Fourth uh, of July weekend. And so, oh, where I am moderating panels, I am moderating panels. Oh, so that's that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which I'm doing yet, but I know I'm helping. And um, so we just solidified all those those things. And uh, I'm while she's here, I'm going to make sure we go see Midsummer because it's the one film. Oh, I mean, yeah. Hereditary knocked my socks off, and the buzz Me coming too. from from this movie's reviews, early reviews, is just incredible. So I, <laughs> I'm like shaking. So she that's all about it. Yeah. yeah, but we're not here to talk about new movies, are we? No, not at all. And that's what not not, what as a rule, that's not what Repo Nerds is about. If you listen to a sexy witches, that is my pop culture show, and Steve often corresponds on that show as well. And we just did a round robin of westerns. And we Indeed. decided to continue the western talk through Repo Nerds. Uh but no normally sexy witches is it the pop culture what's happening now show. This one is more of a traditional re- uh podcasting review show where each of us will review something and we always guaranteed at least one first watch every episode. So and right. uh, for this this episode there are two first watches. Uh and they are definitely shameless watches. Uh <laughs> one of them mine though a bit larger than yours. But I was really surprised you hadn't ever heard of it. So um, I didn't know it existed. Yeah. So what movies are we going to review on this episode of Repo Nerd, sir? Well, uh, I'm glad you asked. We are going to look into the Sam Peckinpah immortal film, The Wild Bunch from 1967, which was your first time. And I, uh, the the wizard, Steve the Wizard of Wandling. I'm going to use that for the first time to see how that sticks. And uh, I'm doing the 1966 uh, version of Stagecoach, uh, not the 39 original, which I did not know existed until the uh, awesome roundtable, which I recommend anybody going to listen to. Um, you learn a lot about some Westerns on it. It's great. And I rated both Stagecoaches at a tie at number four in my top five favorite Westerns of all time. And we'll talk about Stagecoach and Wild Bunch in just a few minutes. But first, let's go through our recommendation segment. And um, this week, I decided, or this episode, I decided to do something, since we're talking about old school fandom, like Westerns Mm. are the original mythos. They've been doing Westerns since dime stores could even paper. I mean, it's, you know, we've been doing Westerns. America does Western, whether it's historically accurate or not. That's another question. We don't, but leading off in that was um, serials, serials on the radio, which eventually led to serials in the, in the theaters, which eventually led to TV shows and sometimes even movies. And so I asked 
uh, my good sir here, the Wizard of Wandling, uh, <laughs> what his favorite cereal was. With, and he, we both picked one that started on radio and moved onwards. Steve, why don't you go ahead and talk about um, your choice first? Well, mine is actually, uh, which has, as you said, it started as a cereal and moved on as the shadow, um, which came out, I think, in 1940. Um, and it was um, at the time from Columbia Pictures. And, you know, um, the shadow was kind of, I think, an influence on, on Batman. I've always heard that. Um, but, uh, he had a, just a little background. There was, I think, uh, the, the initial serial had like, um, you know, they had multiple chapters, I think maybe 10 or 15. And I remember there, uh, I've listened to them once. There was a, there's the villains, like the main guys, there's the black tiger and he can make himself invisible. And it kind of just, um, uh, it's got, uh, what's, oh gosh, Victor Jory is the shadow. And um, um, there's a girl, Margot Lane, in it, and it all—it's um, very much uh, a precursor, I think, to a lot of tropes that you'd see later in more kind of like DC, uh, Batman-centric comics. And um, you know, uh, there's such a, a love for these things, but there were many iterations of this up until. I remember as a kid going to see the movie that that I don't really remember being very good. I think Alec Bald, one of the bald ones was in it, but um, uh, there were other iterations of this as well. I think that there was stuff. Um, I think it was in the, it was in a pulp magazine, maybe. I think there was stuff, and I think uh, there may have been like a um, uh, different uh, a later maybe version but the one that i have heard is uh the original 1940 and i can't recommend it enough and one thing it reminded me of looking back at it was uh with podcasts today uh, it, uh some of that that style you know with some fictional podcasts i love that 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 thing is coming back um uh cause there's this thing on shutter one called like um oh gosh it's called video palace about it like a haunted video tape or whatever and i was just thinking this is just like you know we've gone full circle back to serials so um if you like batman or just if you like audio stories or podcasts go check out the shadow I, i'm sure all that stuff i actually i know it is it's all on youtube like you can just you can watch it all or listen what to am it i yeah. One of my best friends, uh, Don Hazel, he's been on the show talking. He's works for the Park Service. The shadow mm-hmm. is his like favorite thing, not like like thing. <laughs> like the shadow, he, he collects the shadow when he goes to comic book conventions. He's looking for shadow stuff. Um, he went with me to San Diego last year looking for shadow stuff. Uh, he's always, I mean, he has other interests, but the shadow is like always a top priority oh, for him because it passionate. is so hard to find. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's so passionate it's, about it. And and a lot of it has to do with this. <laughs> Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? <laughs> the shadow knows. Blue Cold presents. It's just iconic, That's right? Amazing. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you took the word out of my mouth. Yeah, totally iconic. <laughs> iconic. I actually almost think that the theme, it, the, the introduction, is better than the show itself in some ways. I, it's it just probably so, is. 
it's so chilling and cool. I, I just absolutely <laughs> adore the shadows entry. And I wanted to spend the movie a little bit in 1994, if I may. Yeah. All right. Please. So the shadow, Please. it's not a good, great film. I'm not saying like, wow, this is an amazing film, but you know, the 1994 version of the shadow starred Alec Baldwin, but right. more importantly, it was directed by Russell Mulcahy, who is Australian, uh-huh. one of those guys, and he yeah. directed Highlander. No way. And I love Highlander. Yes. And he also directed the Hungry Like the Wolf video for Duran Duran, and he directed uh, Razorback, like, huh? which is his exploitation movie about an evil war. Who oh, is it? A uh, wild boar that goes crazy. Oh, yeah, they've just put out a new one of those, too. It's kind of uh, an homage to that, I think, yeah. So, what, and David Kep wrote the screenplay, okay? Oh, David Kep. Because I knew, yes. So, I want you to go back and rewatch it with, not the eyes for an adaptation of The Shadow, because as a Shadow adaptation, it's not very good. And I was okay. nine when I saw it. I, you know, I was yeah. a nine-year-old in the theater, and I, and my only experience was, oh, this looks kind of like Batman at the time. Burton's well, that's Batman. the thing. Go yeah. back and watch it, and it, it's much like what was happening with a lot of the ninety movies, like Army of Darkness right. and Scream. There's a lot of self-referential. Uh, there's, it's very self-referential, oh, and you'll cool. see. Yeah. Shouts out to every type of adventure film, adventure serial, even to the point he's running away from a boulder, just like Indiana Jones. I mean, it, oh. it's it's a really an homage to the adventure movie, and so I it's and not really a movie about the shadow, and and that director's way way talented. So give it right. give it a give it a, a, a go with fresh eyes. I will. I'll give it a go with adult yeah. eyes. I, I, I watched it, and I rewatched it, and I was like, you know, this is better than I remember it being. <laughs> you know, That's and always it is. pleasant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I but, will. I'm uh, going to. I always loved the look of it, you know? I was, I was sold, even as a kid, just by the sheer, and just like when you played the theme song, and just the idea of it, like, it's just, it's, it's just iconic, you know? So, yeah, I'll definitely give it another shot. I I also listen to the Shadow Radio. My mom was a huge fan of radio serials, and partly because we lived in a super super poor poor area, so the library is your friend when that happens. Right. And so right. you know, yeah. So we got the tapes. They always had the big rows of tapes and you know the old vinyl records that were all scratched up. And so we get the. Um, they would have these tape collections of serials and so one of them was the shadow and we listened to that and there was a couple of others and war of the worlds you know and things along those nature you know those old radio programs and stuff my my mom was really wanted me to know about this stuff thank goodness my parents were both into science fiction and fantasy and right. i mean you know uh and but she also threw a heavy dose of gilbert and sullivan and opera in there too oh. <laughs> so, awesome. you know, the first book my mother ever read to me was J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. So, like, chapter oh, book. So, so awesome. you know, which to this day is still my favorite book. Like, hands down. Oh, like, yeah. like that's, down. that's what I, that spoiled my ass and destroyed me for the rest of my life. But I so I, say, I, 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 I
my mother and my father. My fa- I mentioned a lot about my dad and watching westerns with my father, which is true. I watched a lot of westerns with my dad. But my mom, she was the one that introduced me to The Lone Ranger, my recommendation for serial. Of, uh, and it's also a western. Uh, Lone Ranger, uh, my mother listened to the radio shows all the time, and we would watch every, uh, like, every morning at, like, 7 o'clock, like, right before school, it played on air on syndication somewhere, and we were, watched every episode, and the way they did Lone Ranger, and they, and it was tradition to do it this way, and I actually think it's kind of neat and should go back. Instead of doing a 22-episode season, Steve, they used to do a 78-episode right. episode, right? 78 oh, half-hour episodes. 78. <laughs> and what they would do is they would play one a week for all 78 weeks without a repeat, then do the That's season amazing. again. They did the whole season a second go-around. Like, like, and it like, wasn't, like a, they did it again. Yeah, like they performed yeah, it, was, it again. Right? Yeah, they re, uh, and they re-ran the whole season again without repeat, right? So wow. and then you'd get the new season a year later. Um, and so that's how they did the Lone Ranger TV series, which actually I think is kind of an interesting idea to have like this huge long running show, and then yeah. play the whole thing again. Like Twin Peaks would be a great example of a show that that would work with, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so, amazing. That, that intrigues me so. I want to watch it now. Like ever find every episode if it's if it's easy to get a hold of. Oh. Yes, it is. You can get a hold of the Lone Ranger. There are a lot of copies of the Lone Ranger. There were, what, how many seasons? Five seasons or so. Um, But there's a lot of episodes. There's almost 2,000 episodes of just the radio show alone. Granted, the radio show episodes were like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. They weren't very long, but, you know... uh, but then, then, you know, the show itself is a half an hour. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things I love about The Lone Ranger, first of all, he is one of our earliest examples of a superhero. He's based directly on Zorro. Uh, and, uh, you know, and uh, so, you know, and they, there's some plot device in there to excuse his lifestyle of playboy rescuing <laughs> damsels and stuff with the secret silver mine okay but you know you gotta go where you gotta go with that you know so right, all right. that's good but what really matters is that with the tv show um it was the first time that most people saw a native american played by a native american it was one of the first really? times yes um I didn't and know yeah tonto at the time his real name well uh, his uh, the ask, his actor name at the time I gotta remember because he changed his name. Uh, right. Changed his name twice. Harold J. Smith is where he went as at that time, uh, and then he was Tonto, and he was you know Tonto to Clayton Moore, a Lone right. Ranger. Clayton Moore was so related to the Lone Range character that he played the Lone Range character after years and years and years after the show went off the air. He he never went in public without his mask unless there was really? reason he couldn't. Yeah. And there's a story behind that I might talk about. He got law there's a lawsuit I'll just tell you there was a lawsuit at one point and he lost right. the rights in the eighties, right when that horrible oh, no. movie ha- hit. And so he wasn't allowed to wear his mask in public so he ma- wore these big old sunglasses to replace it, but eventually uh, more wins. I don't the lawsuit. remember the 80s movie. It, it, oh, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. 
Uh, but we'll oh. get back to the 80s movie in just a minute. I don't want to talk about that because I want to talk about Jay Silverheels. So Harold yeah. J. Smith turns to Jay Silverheels. That's his, that's his name now. And he's Mohawk, by the way, which is like oh, amazing. Cool. Um, and uh, so, you know, I always like, you know, a lot of people have issues with Tonto, but I never did that way because he really was the first. And, and, and it's the first time and he's an equal and, and, and right. the mantra of Lone Ranger, one of the things is all men are equal he, and have the, and how, and I, they, there's this whole list. If you go to the Lone Ranger wiki page, they actually have the entire mantra there. And it, it's a little on the patriotic side of like, you know, like, you know, sure. America's democracy must stand, you know, things like that. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but, there, but it also is like a really good guy. You know, like, you know, Lone Ranger did the, always did the right thing. You know, he always rescued the right people. He always avenged the, you know, you know, did everything right. Never killed anybody. Neither did the mm-hmm. shadow. I'm going to point out the shadow never killed anybody either. Um, uh, so, uh, Batman used to not too. speaking of that connection, you know, people, if, if one of the contentions that people had with uh, one of the many contentions people had with the latest iteration of Batman was the in the amount in which I don't know if you saw that film, but he uh, he kills a lot of people in it. And uh, that oh, I just well, thought, you know, when we, I, we, I just was thinking of that kind of. They all do have, the, and it all does seem to. I don't know if it traces back to Zorro, but I, it seems like you can trace a direct line from Zorro down to like the modern day caped crusader superhero kind of archetype, Avenger. You know. Be careful, my dear. You're going in and out, so don't move around too much. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm used to this. I, it's, uh, sorry, everybody should know it's a, a new system. Am I good now? so choppy but yes uh, I, I think we got, the, we got the gist of what you're saying but you're totally gone um <laughs> maybe you should try again uh, am i back am i still with you
Hello? Hello? Elizabeth? Elizabeth? Hello? Steve, you just dropped again as I get back on. Come on. Oh, fuck. I uh, can't believe this shit. Hello? I think we've had some kind of systems crash. I'm crash. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if we're still in the air. I'm not sure if Elizabeth can hear me. Um, she may be trying to reconnect. I apologize for all that. If everybody right heard now. the can million hellos, hellos. Yep. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. There I am. Sorry. I didn't know if I was on the air or not. I was just apologizing to everybody for the million hellos. Are you there? Ah, I don't know what is going on, if this is my end or what, because I went back to the way I have in the past. Uh, if people can hear us, uh, uh, I do apologize. Um, we were talking about, I think uh, she was, well, she was actually telling a great story about the Lone Ranger. Uh, we're trying to get uh, the system back up. Um, but yeah, we, um, we're talking about our favorite serials and we're trying to get back to you guys. So we can talk about the, uh, 66 stagecoach. Um, that was the first watch for me and, uh, really dying to hear Lisa's thoughts on the wild bunch. So I'm not even sure if I'm on the air, but if I am, uh, just, uh, try to bear with us. We're trying to get it back on.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.